0: Welcome to So Sorry For Your Loss. This is Not Your Average Grief Group. I'm Gianna DiMedio, thanks for joining me as we normalize the conversation around grief with the stories of those who've gone through it, a whole lot of humor, and a pinch of celebrity and entertainment news. Because fun fact, they grieve too. There's more to grief than that godforsaken dove flying over a willow tree on a sympathy card. I know you've seen it and know what I mean. Let's change the way society looks at it. Visit ssfylpodcast.com for more. Hey, hey, okay. A lot of griefy shit going on in entertainment lately. This is going to be like a fun little bonus episode. I am here for a good time, not for a long time. So it's not going to be a long episode, but just wanted to go over some of the things that we're seeing in pop culture. The real episode this week was with Jonathan Mark Medium. If you haven't listened to it yet, oh my God, you totally need to. I felt so much comfort after talking to him. He really just reconfirmed some of the things I've heard from other mediums about Like what our loved ones are doing, or what it's like for them in the afterlife. I think the biggest takeaway. Oh gosh, I really shouldn't like give away too much from the episode. You should go listen to it. Go listen to it. It's really good. Episode nineteen, Jonathan Mark Medium. Okay, so here's what I want to talk about today. We have Mayor of Easttown, Real Housewives, Clickbait, and Sex in the City. All of these things are real griefy lately. I want to start with Mayor of Easttown, HBO Max. The show has been getting a lot of acclaim. A couple of the characters have won Emmys, and I have a lot to say on this show. First of all, it's all set right outside of where I'm from. If you <laughs> watch the show, are you looking at me and like, oh my God, wait, what? no. I'm not from the town where this is takes place, but it's it's nearby enough that like I could understand everything that they were trying to do. And holy hell, did they really hit the mark? I mean, the accent is phenomenal. The you know, the the wooder and the hymn and the the O's are like very different. I don't talk like that, but there are certainly people around here that do. Uh, I'm, you know, living in Center City and in Philadelphia, which is not too far away from from where it is. Anyway, the use of Wawa is epic. It's in like every episode. Kate Winslet even wore one of my high school's t-shirts in one of the scenes, which was amazing. But tons of like Philly references, Philly sports and all that. So it was really exciting for me to watch it and, and see that type of stuff. But the characters are just so, so well done that I am convinced that each one of these people is real like the the storyline behind each of them the way that you felt the emotion from the characters it was incredibly well done we watched the first episode and you just like can't not feel depressed after it it's very somber a little dark um and i'm not giving anything away here but someone does get murdered you just feel like really sad after watching it and we questioned whether we were going to continue the series or not and we decided to and oh my god I am so glad we did but it really gets better the way that each person is so intricately woven into the storyline they all play a part in in some way and it's truly truly incredible writing Um, it made for such an enjoyable watch I mean it was something that at the end of it I was like I felt very fulfilled as an audience member and I, I think I don't get that often, you know, with some of the ones we're going to talk about today, like with clickbait, mm -mm, didn't feel that way. But I'm talking about Mayor of Easttown, not just because it's Philly-centric, but because the running theme of the show was Mayor's grief over the loss of her son. She never handled it. Her family doesn't speak about it. They all kind of just pushed it down. I mean, it ruined the family. She has barely any relationship with her daughter. Her, her marriage was ruined. Her and her husband got divorced, and she's just been forcing it down. And midway through, when she's forced to go to counseling by her captain, I thought it was so interesting. And I love the scene where she goes to the therapist, and she says something along the lines of, like, don't get discouraged, I've done shit like this before. It doesn't work. So don't get upset when you don't have some big breakthrough with me. Oh, God. I I imagine that is something that so many people say to their therapist because they think it's not going to work. And I'm not sure even at the end of this that you can say like, oh, the therapy 100% worked, but I do think it got her to look at things a little bit differently. And oh my gosh, actually, yes. I mean, the closing scene of her really confronting his death. I, I So yeah, it definitely did work. And you know me, a, a huge proponent of therapy in all forms. So great to see her character get that. So grief brought up a lot with Mare and her son. Uh, also, hilarious line from Mare's mom at the funeral gathering for the neighbor, Mrs. Carroll. Um, I forget exactly what it was, but like one of the kids said something about Mrs. Carroll. And it was like kind of negative. And the mom goes, well, you can't say that. You can only say that when someone's alive. Once they're dead, they're all saints. I mean, how funny is it? I, it's like, it's true. People feel like you can't say anything negative about the dead, like it's a sin or something. I don't know why we feel that way, but I guess because they're not there to defend themselves or or whatever it is, but that was funny, I thought. So great show, Mayor of Town. And then Bravo's Real Housewives. Are you a Real Housewives watcher? I don't know. I, I, I don't, I love everything Bravo. The Housewives are not one that I get into very often. I just happened to have it on the other morning. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is the new one. That's out. Lots of drama as one of the cast members, Jen Shaw, is involved in some, uh, some criminal investigations. It appears that two of the cast members just lost their father this year. So from the one episode that I watched, they harped on that a lot. And um, there was one character who it seemed was um, a, a point of contention for her that one of the other cast members did not reach out and did not comfort her at a time when she was grieving. So I don't know much about them, but I wonder, you know, maybe I'll start watching a little bit more and see how see how they they handle it. Next show I wanted to talk about, Clickbait. Oh my gosh. I think the best way to describe this show, I saw somebody wrote in like a Vulture article, they called it junk food. It was just such a great description. They were like, it's not really that great but you just keep putting your hand back in the bag and it's like kind of satisfying. It's, it's so true, it was such a good watch. I mean, I binged it, but there are so many loopholes in the story, like weird things when Emma goes to buy flowers and then asks them to wrap it for her, but then never actually pays for the flowers. Like, it doesn't matter to the storyline. No, but that's just like sloppy production and it makes you question everything else going on. But then there were some other things too, like, okay, you know, again, spoiler alerts here, but like, I understand Dawn was the catfish here, but why did Nick have a dating profile to begin with? That was never addressed and never answered. So I was left with a lot of questions. It felt very, it, ver- it felt a little cheap, but it was entertaining nonetheless. One of the ways that grief intersects here is of course the family was grieving Nick, but also all of the unknown surrounding his death. I cannot even imagine being in a situation like that where you were trying to grieve. You're trying to accept the support of the people around you, but not even knowing if they're the person that killed the person you're grieving. I mean, that has got to be absolutely insane. Another thing really showcases how tough it can be on families. There were so many different scenes where Pia and the wife, gosh, I'm forgetting her name right now, but they are comforting each other, and they're good friends, and they're trying to be in it all together. But then the next scene, they're ripping each other's throats out, and they're throwing things, and they're slamming doors. It really does go up and down, and I don't know if you guys had that with your families, but I feel like I did with some members of the family. And it can be tough, and it shows the spectrum of emotions that can happen after a loss. Everybody doesn't just come together. It can be really really difficult. And last but not least in griefy news this week, Willie Garson, oh, Stanford Blatch and Sex and the City passed away. He was only like 57 years old. I don't know that they've confirmed uh, the cause of death, but still very young for him to pass away. His son confirmed to news outlets, uh, writing on Instagram. I love you so much, Papa, rest in peace. I'm so glad you got to share all of your adventures with me and you were able to accomplish so much. I'm so proud of you. Ugh, just so so beautiful and similarly beautiful and heartbreaking sjp our girl sarah jessica parker who went hand in hand with him you know they were really close friends on screen and off and she wrote something on instagram it's just it's heartbreaking but she really puts grief in to words so well i'm gonna read it here it's been unbearable sometimes silence is a statement of the gravity the anguish the magnitude of the loss of a 30 plus year friendship A real friendship that allowed for secrets, adventure, a shared professional family, truth, concerts, road trips, meals, late-night phone calls, a mutual devotion to parenthood, and all the heartaches and joy that accompany, triumphs, disappointments, fears, rage, and years spent on sets, most especially Carrie's apartment, and laughing late into the night as both Stanford and Carrie and Willie and S.J., Willie, I miss everything about you and replay our last moments together, and I will reread every text from your final days and put to pen our last calls. Your absence, a creator that I will fill with blessing of the memories and all the ones that are still in recesses yet to surface. My love and deepest sympathies and condolences to you, dear Nathan, which is his son. You were and are the light of Willie's life, and his greatest achievement was being your papa. These were his last words to me. Great bangles all around. Yes, Godspeed, Willie Garson. Rest in peace. Ah, oh, so beautiful, so heartbreaking. Oh my gosh. Oh, and as I'm scrolling, I still I actually see. Bravo's Andy Cohen wrote beautiful, beautiful, and absolutely heartbreaking. Right. So I mean, if, if Andy Cohen says it, it's I'm not making this up. It's beautiful and heartbreaking. I love how she talks about rereading all of his text messages and going through their final calls. Uh, If you haven't listened yet, I do have an episode all about text messages and how to save them to be able to review them from the ones that you have lost. So make sure you check that out. But SJP, we're feeling for you and for Nathan, Willie's son. And as we talked about before, still looking forward to seeing that movie that's coming out to see how they handle grief with one of the characters that's rumored to pass away. But now it'll be really emotional to see Willie Garson as Stanford in the movie but definitely looking forward to that all right that's all i have for today if you have other griefy entertainment or pop culture things that you want me to discuss on the show message me at so sorry with gianna or find me on the website however you want to connect with me let me hear it or if there's other topics that you want me to cover on the show i'm always looking for ideas we have a lot of great episodes coming up in the next couple weeks and uh maybe i'll keep doing more bonus episodes like this all right love you guys